Why am I such a big fan of curling for youth? What do I think it brings to youth? It's episode 339 of the Dan York Report, and I want to talk a bit about what I find so powerful in youth curling for kids. And this goes for anybody from age, you know, five up to 21, or actually all the way up to 95. But some of the things that are great as a youth sport include the fact that there's a lot of skills, strength, strategy, all built into one sport. Let's talk a bit about maybe the skill first. There's a great bit of skill required to be balanced, to slide yourself out in the the curling lunge position, to be able to maintain your balance and to be able to get out there. There's also a great bit of skill in needing to understand how much weight, as it's called, how much of a push how much, off from that, what's called the hack, the, the, how much you need to push out, the delivery of that, how to line yourself and your body up with the target. So it's, it's line, it's control of your body in a certain direction. So you're controlling your direction of your body, the speed at which you move, the, the way that you're balanced on your foot, on your various different ways that you work with that, all of that combined is a great bit of skill to go and and do all of that, to perform and to perform at a competitive level. Now, there's also a great bit of skill involved with that sweeping that you see going on. There's a, a skill to reading the speed of the rock and estimating how far down it needs to go, when to apply sweeping, how hard you need to go, what you, you know, how, you know, where it will go in terms of uh, the end result, the destination there. So there's estimation, there's there's math, there's geometry, there's all sorts of different parts that come in there. And, and there's certainly a strength element. You know, when you're out there doing that sweeping, you've got to be putting a lot of pressure down on the ice to go and, and, and heat it up to allow the rock to go further and straighter. And so you've you've got to have a lot of strength in your in your sweeping. You've also got to have a lot of stamina. You know, the games are two, two and a half hours that you're out there just as a team of four um, without any breaks. There's no breaks. You're you're not uh, you're not able to. I mean, you could call a timeout or something, but you can't. You don't stop. The game doesn't stop. It just keeps on going for the two two and a half hours. Now you do have a bit of a break. You know, you throw your rock, and then the other team throws their rock. So there is a bit a momentary break when you can go and grab some water out of a water bottle or something like that. But generally, you're there on the ice two two and a half hours, and you're doing that in a bonch spiel like the one I'm at this weekend, you're doing that two or three times a day. And sometimes you might go back to back. You might have a game and then you get off and you might have a 15, 20 minute, half an hour break. And then you've got to go back out on the ice to play another game. So it does require a huge amount of stamina to be able to go and do this, especially if you've been on the ice for five hours and now you've got to go do a third game or something like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. So there's a lot of that. And then, of course, it, it, curling, what attracts me personally to curling is there's a huge amount of strategy involved. It's, it's often referred to as chess on ice by some people because it is. There's a lot of strategy that comes into how do you set up your rocks to score points or to force an opponent to store, score points or to steal points if an opponent has the last rock advantage. You know, how do you play your game? How do you play your game against 
teams that are good at hitting versus teams that are good at drawing. How do you take the four players that are your team and mold them into something that will work? How do you adjust to their individual throwing styles, the individual things that they do? There's a, there's a great bit of strategy involved with responding to unfolding situations. As the rocks go down there, you know, how do you set that up? And the fun part about curling is there's always a bit of randomness thrown in. You might uh, have a pick, as it's called. You might have a piece of dust on the ice, which causes the rock to go in a different direction. Or you might be off by just a tiny amount and have it from where you want it to go and have it wound up pushing rocks in different directions that do unpredictable things. So responding to that, being able to be flexible, to use the people you have, to use the stones you have, to be able to adapt to what the opponent does and to be able to come out of there with a strategy. You know, what happens when you're in this end and you're down by a certain number of points? How do you respond? How aggressively do you play? How defensively do you play? What do you do in that? Uh, you know, all of these are huge skills for young adults, for young, young people to learn, you know, and to work with. There's also a huge bit of communication. You know, that you're, you're as a team, you're four people, you have to be able to communicate with each other. You have to have your own systems. You have to be able to know what the other person is saying, what they're asking you to do. When you're throwing a rock and, you're, and the rock's going down there, you're under stress, you're under pressure. You've gotta be able to communicate as the rock is going down. If you're one of the sweepers, you've gotta be able to communicate to the skip, the person in the house, what's the speed of the rock? How fast is it going? Where do you think it's going to end up? Is it dying? Is it, you know, what's going on with it? And you've got to be able to communicate that to them. They have to be able to communicate to you. You've got to be able to have that kind of relationship where you're clear, they're clear about what they want you to do. The person who's throwing the rock and all four players cycle through this. It's not just one person. Every player goes through it. They have to be very clear about what the skip wants, you, wants them to throw. Do they want them to throw a draw, drawing down to a place in there? Do they want to throw a hit? Do they want to you know, do some kind of fancy shot? What do they want to do? There has to be clarity of communication around that from the, from the person down there at the, in the house, as we call it, the target. The person down there to the person throwing the rock. There has to be clarity about between the sweepers. It's a whole intricate dance, really, of communication and, and working together as a team that makes it amazing. And I think really the last reason why I, I really enjoy curling for youth is because it really is about um, building confidence, right, in this team of four and in each other, trusting each other, working with each other, because when they go through the door out onto the ice, that two, two and a half hour game is entirely up to them. They go out there. It's their strategy, it's their play of the game, it's their working with each other. There's no coaches sitting on the sidelines waiting to put in substitutes. There's nobody there to give advice. There's nobody there that do that. Now, the coaches are typically sitting behind the glass in behind the warm room, if there are coaches. And they are available through a timeout. A coach can come out, but very often in many bond spiels, um, the coaches can't call timeouts. The teams have to do that. The teams have to say, you know, we're stuck. We need some advice. Um, 
sometimes the coach can signal, but the team has to actually make the call. But again, it's up to the team. It's all about that. So it's a huge thing to develop confidence and independence in these groups of, of kids who are out there on the ice, you know, sometimes ages 10, 11, 12, um, you know, the team that I'm down here with is, is 13, 15, 16 year olds who are out there playing a game in the full control of the game for two, two and a half hours, having to deal with the strategy, dealing with the communication, working with all of that, figuring out how to make this work and how to win and how to do this. Uh, it's to me an amazing um, sport for kids to be involved with. If you've ever looking for something different to do in the winter, look go and look do a search for local curling club. They're throughout many parts of the United States and many parts of the world in different places. Typically, it's got to be in colder areas. Although there are some now in Arizona and uh, Florida and you know North Carolina, there are some around in different other places. But uh, check it out. There's a lot of neat aspects. You know, there's skills, stamina, strength, strategy, communication, confidence, you know, creativity, and just fun as well. It's a great, a great sport around that. That's just my comments on why I find youth curling such a great place for kids to participate. Love to hear your comments. You can leave them here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere else this is posted on social media. And you can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.